So there's a few reports coming out that a lot of the workforce today will no longer be looking for your traditional career mapping, career growth, career laddering, strategic efforts from their organizations. A lot of organizations believe that the expectations have been adjusted to focusing on career laddering, career growth, career mapping to internal movement and to figuring out ways that they can help their employees navigate throughout the company, learn different skills, um, tailor their skills around certain focuses that the business needs directly, um, manage and hold different roles that they maybe traditionally wouldn't have held, things of that nature. Um, and obviously a lot of this data and a lot of these contextual nuanced thoughts are coming from the current pending looming recession. I always joke around and say that because there's no traditional, not traditional, there's no legitimate report that has ever come out yet, right? The government hasn't officially announced Hey world, we're officially in a recession. No one's ever said that yet. So I'm going to keep making that joke until there is an official statement from um, from Biden, if, if that's who needs to make that statement. Um, but anyway, these thoughts and perspectives, I agree with to an extent. But here's a gray area. Here's a white space. Here's a different way of looking at it. Here's a different point of view. And please follow with me here. If the vast majority of companies are going to be doing a lot of reshuffling, doing a lot, doing a lot of upskilling of internal of internal talent, doing a lot of um, moving around, doing a lot of uh, adjusting of roles, bandwidth, expectations, teams, departments, things of that nature, verticals in the business. I don't believe the following statement is true, though. If you're going to be doing a lot of moving around, shuffling just due to the uncertain job market, the the realities of, of where the world is working, if 90% of the organizations are doing that, you should be one of the organizations that actually does exactly that and more. Just because the expectation of your employees have changed doesn't mean you can't still go above and beyond in this new world because career laddering, career mapping, flushing that out thoroughly as an organization would be in this new landscape going above and beyond. And so you should do that, right? And so follow with me here. So if all the companies are doing what I just laid out, then you as an organization should do the following. Step one, you should be very, very clear about what your organization is going to look like intentionally over the next 18 months, right? So whenever this is done, let's say you're projecting based off of some of the reports, based off of some of your team, based off of what C-Suite is saying, let's say you're projecting this all to be done in 12 months, right? Let's say that's your projection. Let's say for you, you're gonna start spending cash again. You're gonna start dab dab dabbling and tapping into innovation again. You're gonna start hiring again. You're gonna start moving and running your business in your traditional structure, then what you should do is you should look at every single department, every single vertical of your business, every single team, have one-on-ones, and really understand how you can strategically navigate and map out and paint a beautiful career mapping picture for the vast majority of your organization and just post-date the actual execution of that plan, right? So Keith Faraz used to say an IDP plan, an individual development plan should never be a negative thing. It should actually be a proactive thing. You should be understanding and road mapping and clearing out and making it very clear for your people. 
Here are the skills. Here are the competencies. Here are the, here's the knowledge that you need to be able to go to this level and this job title and this salary with these expectations, with these deliverables. You should be painting that roadmap very clearly. And, and in fact, it should be a co-creation effort. So what I'm saying, and clearly, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying a lot here, you as an organization should not freeze all career mapping conversations, career laddering conversations, and just go all in on internal mobility. You should go all in on, all in on internal mobility and still do the career mapping conversations and post-date it. Post-date the execution. Don't post-date the actual planning. Don't wait till 18 months from now to do the planning. Don't wait for 18 months from now to start thinking about these things. Go to Derek. Go to Sarah. Go to each vertical of the business. From the, from the directors that run the business to the, the, the lower level employees that just joined the team six months ago. Have each and every person paint a story of what they're looking for, what they want, salary, deliverables, what they're working on, job titles, understand in a perfect world where they want to be from a career mapping perspective and paint and create and structure a perfect situation for each and every person. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, how the hell are we going to do this? I'll make it very simple. Train your leaders in small teams and small pods. Train your leaders of six Train your leaders of eight employees. Train your leaders of 10 employees to have those contextual moments. Extract that data. Create the frameworks. Create the, the categories of the surveys. Teach them how to have and hold those one-on-ones. Teach them the framework. Scale your efforts. So what I mean by that is a lot of companies feel like, well, we're so, we're so, our, our bandwidth is so limited. We've already let off a number of our employees. Our HR teams are tapped. Well, we don't have time to think through these things. Well, I think you do. I think you do because if you want a competitive advantage, if you want to be ahead of the market once we get out of this mess, that will be actually productive. That will be actually super attractive to your current people for retention purposes and super attractive to new talent coming in once it's all is settled and done, Right? Really understanding where you're going to place people and what they can look forward to in a 6 to 12 to 18 month bubble is incredibly attractive. So for me, if you painted a picture of how I could go from head of business development, for instance, to the VP of marketing, and there's a very clear path that you can paint me of how I can do that in a two year window. Show me the certifications you may want me to get. Show me the task and deliverables that you may want me to execute against. Show me the um, the actual expectations of the job by allowing me to shadow and oversee the expectations of the head of marketing and the director of marketing or the CMO efforts over, you know, once a month or every time, every, every few times every week or, or once a quarter. Maybe you allow me to um, start to take on small little pieces and chunks of a CMO's deliverables just to kind of get my, my mind wrapped around things. Maybe you set up KPIs and OKRs and timeline. Like if you really work hard to teach your managers that are leading teams of six how to understand where each and every one of the leader, the, the employees that they lead want to go, where they want to be, what they want to do. If you really work to do that, you as an organization will definitely come out on the other side of all this mess in a very different light. You'll be able to move faster. 
You'll have people that not only are retained and not only stayed out of fear, but stayed out of love. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Because a lot of organizations feel like, look, our employees are scared. They have nowhere to go, right? So they're not even thinking about career mapping. They're not even thinking about the next phase of the career. They're just thinking about trying to maintain some sort of level of engagement. So the next best thing is, Let's start talking about and reshuffling. Let's start talking about and getting excited about reshuffling and term, internal mobility and just helping them tap into different skills and experiences so that when they get on the other side of this, they'll have a wide range and a full breadth of new efforts, which is definitely impactful and important. Kudos. Love that. But imagine if we took it a step further where there's a very clear plan for not only the employees, but a very clear plan for the business because the businesses on the other side of this are going to take extreme offense. The businesses on the other side of this are going to take extreme steps towards high levels of productivity, high levels of innovation, high levels of output. I mean, the, 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 the companies on the other side of this are going to move at a speed that I don't think we're, 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 we're understanding quite yet. Right. And so the, the, the punchline is this. If you can take your time as an organization to create very clear pathways and mappings and understandings and plans that can be documented, that can be tracked, that can be agreed to for each one of your employees that can show them a clear, objective reason why they should not only stay at your company and wait for all this mess to be done, because there's something that has been promised on the other side, but it's true, it's real, it's been thought through. It's not a far-fetched dream or a goal. It's it's actually tangibly there for them to for, for the taking. There's a clear roadmap for their brain to connect the the logical to the emotion. Sign me up. So Figure I gave you a little tip, something a lot of companies should think about. As always, just a few thoughts, just a few suggestions. We'll talk soon.